The Buyback Podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar, you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. The Buyback. Yeah, baby! Oh, man. There's actual espresso. Honey vodka. We're gonna get lit. Yeah. And sugar. Correct. So, I'm worried about. I'm worried about just. I'm just worried. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried about what? I'm already. I'm already drunk and we haven't started yet. You know what it is? He's worried about the fact that he's drunk with us, and the last time that we really got drunk was when we moved out of the apartment and drank all that crap. Oh yeah. Oh, now that the ice is melted, it's not too bad. No, it's good. Yeah. Oh, that one. I'm Are you recording yet? I am recording right now. And they're all the same thing, just slightly different. Oh. Yeah. Taylor's making us drinks and getting us. Shwasting. Shwasting. <laughs> the job never ends. We didn't mean to pregame. It took us a 10 minute setup. Should I? What were you on? Why are we there? <laughs> Why am I here? What are we doing? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the buyback. Um, my name is John. Stop playing with the glass. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. This is my mom. My name's John. I'm Mother Alex. Mother Alex? Is that like uh, Mother Abigail? I got a bunch of nuts in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we are sitting here. It's a very special. Wait, occasion. can I do that again? I'm Alex. Still has nuts in his mouth. <laughs> They're just in my teeth. Now. <laughs> um, and it's uh, kind of a special day because we're sitting here with uh, two people. Uh, we have a an industry couple. Uh, hi, guys. Can you introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Pat Harmon. Are we last naming? Hi, I'm Taylor Phillips. <laughs> You well, don't have, have to last you can. Can we bleep out the last names? Huh? Can we bleep out the last names? Sure. Just I can do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> can you bleep out the first name, too? Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beep beep. Both have been redacted. Uh, we're really excited to have Pat and Taylor on today. Uh, Pat was uh, our post-college roommate. Uh, Taylor is his girlfriend, and they've been dating for how long? Four and a half years. And we're here today to test your knowledge on your significant other. Oh, God! I knew it! I knew <laughs> it was a trip! number it's a trip. one! <laughs> just kind of failed. It's okay. <laughs> um, so, Pat and Taylor uh, both work in the industry. It's funny. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Okay, well, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. That also has a lot of booze in it, yeah, just so you know. Yeah, I did something on it. <laughs> oh, My favorite part was how he, he took the first step. He's like, ooh, a lot going on. I don't know. I don't know. Set it down. And he's like, he just keeps going back now. <laughs> he can't stop himself. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna move this. Episode three, <laughs> you know what it is? It's episode threes. Episode threes of the drunk episodes. How is this? Is an episode three? Is it? Oh, oh. <laughs> I've there never been on this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, before we begin, uh, can you tell us a little bit about the the bars slash restaurants that you guys work in? Oh, well, ladies first. Uh, okay, in that case. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I work at a place called Crave Fish Bar. It is a upscale, casual, seafood, sustainable seafood restaurant with a craft cocktail bar program. Can I ask a question? Yes. What does sustainable mean? I don't, I see it everywhere, like sustainability when it comes to seafood, but then I watch that documentary. Oh, yeah, but that's filled with a lot of misinformation. Yeah, blackfish? No, seaspiracy. Yeah. Taylor's right. A lot of misinformation in there. Yeah. Really? And scare tactics. Yeah. I did a whole report for my kids on it. 
Cool. You weren't there for that? <laughs> you weren't in my marine biology class last year? Um, and I guess my second question is, what is a craft cocktail program? Wait, but I don't think we answered what sustainability means. I don't think oh, so either. Let's do that. I think right, that's a good... Fine, Taylor, can you tell us what this. sustainable seafood is, please? Uh, I feel like if anyone I work for listens to this, I'm somehow going to get it wrong. <laughs> like I feel like I'm about to fail the test. Uh, but at least for us, the big thing is education and also just conscious of where we're sourcing our fish. We do both farmed and wild caught, and there's a lot of polarizing ideas between farmed and wild caught fish, but we're partners with the James Beard Foundation, we're partners with the Monterey Bay Aquarium, we're partners with the Billion Oyster Project, so we're doing a lot more. Really, just creating relationships that we trust to provide like good seafood, uh, and that the idea is just to serve what is best for the environment at that time, instead of like holding on to the label of wild caught salmon, because that's a big one. Everyone freaks out when they hear farm salmon, uh, but we are overfishing our salmon, so it's actually better to source a salmon from a good farm and support that kind of business instead of going the wild caught and actually hurting the ocean even more. Yeah, and you brought up a great, just this is the only thing I'm going to say. Great resource. The Monterey Bay Aquarium on their website has a seafood watch guide. app and yeah. guide that you can look at and can easily tell what seafood is sustainable and what isn't. I said we, we actually give out their little booklet yeah, at work. So it's at our host stand so that if someone's like really into it, they can yes. take it home with them and yeah. it tells you like if you really yeah. like this crab that's right. actually not great for the environment, here's a better option for you and yeah. their website is better and this is now a plug for the Monterey Bay Aquarium. <laughs> so please tag so the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Please in this one, John. fund the Buyback Podcast, my podcast. It's my podcast. <laughs> Monterey Bay sponsoring the Buyback Podcast. Yeah. We have an aquarium sponsoring a buy bar podcast. That's great. Yeah. Well, um, okay, so the second question then, before we even get to this other guy, um, what is a craft cocktail program? Uh, generally, again, I guess I can only speak to what we are doing, but like some of the things we try and do is source more fresh ingredients, um, higher end liquors, so even like our well liquor, I would say, is probably a higher end comparison to other bars, like Four Roses, Yellow Label is my house bourbon, and we just go up from there. Buffalo Trace is our uh, house for old fashioned, so stuff like that. We kind of start at that level and we put a lot more time and effort into our things like garnishes. I feathered oranges once for a while. So what have what? What? We literally <laughs> carved orange peels into shapes of feathers oh, that's cool. for a cocktail. <laughs> so do you have a, liter a literal rail? Like do you have a, a well? Yes. But all the bottles are different shapes if they're all fancy. Yes. That would drive me crazy. It drives me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. All right. Uh, Patrick? I work at Rosemary's. <laughs> What's tell us a little bit more about that. It's Italian. <laughs> we serve pasta. Our pizza's really good. Come pizza's on good. down. Not the Rosemary's in the West Village, though. Don't go to that <laughs> one. Well, you can. I don't care. But the one I work at is the one that just opened up in the East Village near Stytown. Uh, I don't think we care about sustainability. <laughs> it's a bummer. <laughs> we might, I don't know. I know our fish is farmed, but I think it was just for the price, not really anything else. <clears throat> don't fire me, please. <clears throat> I'm going to say a lot of things. Don't fire me, please. You are a fast-paced local restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> we basically serve Stytown. If yeah. you live in Stytown, you come you to know. us. It's just you, that you know. Actually, been, uh, we've been to, you've been to Rosemary's. Now, right? I have been so to Rosemary's. Having, you both live work in pretty busy spot. Yeah. yeah. High capacity. Yeah. 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 yeah quick turnaround. 
Not so much for us. <laughs> We're just shove as many people in there this as This is also possible. probably why oh, yeah. I should confess to you that I no longer bartend. I'm just a server. Oh, it's Sorry. Okay. I don't. Sorry. Yeah, they all come back. If they ask me about my past, I'll talk about bartending. <laughs> they all come back. So, can you guys tell me what's your biggest customer pet peeve? My biggest customer pet peeve. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those questions that I know I have eight thousand of them, and as soon as someone asks, I'm like, yeah. nothing. Everyone's perfect. No, you don't have to say that. Uh, well, I'm gonna say from from a server standpoint, uh, the one I remember right now is last night having another server brought it up as well. Is having one of those tables who like they don't, they're just chatting, they sit down, chatting, chatting, mm. chatting. You keep stopping by. They're like, no, not ready yet, not ready yet, not ready yet. And then they're the same people who like, okay, I'll, I'll give you time, no problem. And then they're waving at you from across <laughs> the, the restaurant. And excuse me, ready to order now. It's like I was here. I was here so much for you. I was here so much. I was here. I cared. I was so prepared for you. And the second I walked away is when you decided you were ready to order. I think it would be like when people sit at the bar and the first thing out of their mouth isn't like hello, but like can I get a menu and water? Ooh. As oh, I'm like reaching for the menu yeah. and the water, I'm like those are not my first two steps of service. Right. Like I'm just gonna. And that one gets me. That's and a good one. Yeah. People who don't know how to that. order their martinis drive me nuts too. Uh, what? I said people who don't know how to order their martinis drive you nuts. would, just, you know, because I know and John knows, but like if you, <laughs> if you didn't know, <laughs> how would you properly order a martini? Gin or vodka choice, uh, I guess in people's defense, a lot of different bars define it differently, but like if you want dry or extra dry or dirty olives and people forget their garnish all the time, or they'll be like, can I get a Tito's extra dry martini? up and I'm like great so no vermouth they're like no no but I want vermouth I was like that's nothing that's what something. you just said <laughs> I, want, I want a well vodka super fucking dirty um, okay is that acceptable yeah that's how I like my martinis that's, that's, that's totally like, fine just covers all your bases I call that a seawater martini when they say really dirty like seawater you got briny briny start using that at the seafood restaurant I don't know why I said that I was just going off what you said I want I want well gin you know we're not ordering martinis right now, right? <laughs> I mean, we can. We have, we have. I have all the things in there. I mean, I think we're... Well, yeah, well, hold on, let me just paint you a word picture of our table right now. We have uh, espresso martinis. We had lavender... All four of these are versions of a gin, matcha, lavender cocktail I'm trying to create. Okay. Yeah, Taylor is the mixologist. It also right should now. be said we're not at a bar. We we recently had our, um, our release party, and I think... At least for me, maybe me going to a bar for a while will hurt my head <laughs> when I'm out of work. So um, we so, are actually, Pat and Taylor are kind enough to host us, mm-hmm. and Taylor is cocktail mistress right now, uh, making everything and testing some things out on us. And it I'm might pumped. be more dangerous. Yeah, I'm already drunk, Taylor. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna get to the recipes and take photos yeah. and stuff. Sure. It's gonna be great. I, say, I think martini is the classic cocktail, though. Like, mm. People are always like, I want a martini. But most people don't realize that, like, all they want is alcohol. Yeah. That's all they're asking for. Yeah. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. entirely okay. But don't be like, I want a martini. Make it extra dry, extra cold, really shake it hard. It's like, you just want three ounces of alcohol. Yeah, that's what you want. I'm not judging you. Hate the shit. You didn't want to order three shots? That's fine. You can order nine shots. I don't give a shit. It's fine. But, what's up? You're the broken one. <laughs> you have the broken glass. <laughs> I mean, that's the same thing for, like, a Long Island. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> Anyone who orders a Long Island is either 21 or they just need the alcohol. 
Yeah. Which, like, that, that's part of being and you though, right? Like, you understand. That, that's yeah. We are legal drug dealers. That's what we do. <laughs> we understand. We know what we're in the business for. Mm-hmm. We got it. Okay. Um, cool. So, uh, next question. Are you all right there, bud? Yeah, I'm good. Just your eyes it. just went real unfocused. Just chewing my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> also, are your ice cubes in your house, are they... Hexagonal? Hexagonal? Yeah. Hexa- hexagonal? Hexa- Either way, yes. <laughs> they're kind of beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, they're nice, Marshalls. Right? <laughs> what are you talking about? Wait, look no, at, the, look at the ice cubes in the TJ Maxx? No, I got them off Amazon. Oh, no, no, just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, they're honeycomb. It's like a giant honeycomb of ice. There's honey in these drinks. Honey yes, vodka. honey yeah. vodka, because that's the only vodka we have in the house, because I think vodka's gross, and it was a gift. Agreed. <laughs> um, cool. All right, uh, so next question. What is your most memorable story from working in the bar slash restaurant industry? In a good way? Good memory? Uh, as, lo- we as long have as it's not gross. Yeah. Okay. Uh, clearly someone hasn't listened to the podcast. Oh my God, this is so embarrassing <laughs> for everybody. Okay. <laughs> I haven't listened to the podcast. Ever? Well, I actually did listen to one episode of The Office Ladies, but I'm just not a very... Podcast. You listen to The Office Ladies, but you don't listen to The Bar Boys? <laughs> and I, I didn't even boys. finish The Office Ladies. We're The Bar Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we're, I think we're called The Bar Back. We buy back. I most that's... memorable. Most memorable. Oh boy. Well, okay, okay. I, so not. Okay, I want to save gross. I don't know if it's actually gross. Though. Okay, it doesn't matter. Okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> most memorable. Um. Not celebrity though. Not celebrity. Okay, cool. Different okay, too. Cool, cool, cool. Great, cool. Um. Uh, when I used to work on the Upper East Side at the Mark Hotel. Um. I remember that. It was that. really fun because we had some. And don't get me wrong, I have no problem with it whatsoever. Sex work is work. Yeah. Facts. But sex work is the work. amount of times that I've had to stop ladies who were working because they like to they like to run up the tab. Not everyone, just these particular ladies like to run up the tab and then try to find someone to pay it off mm. and then would not pay it off and tried to walk out and I had to be like, excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> and she's like, yes? I'm like, yeah, you got a $60 tab. We're going to need to pay that. And like, oh, someone's going to pay. Come I just, he's right outside. I'm like, no, he's not. I watched him walk away already. Don't lie to me. I'm so sorry you failed this evening, but it's okay. It's all right. Just pay your tab. I'll see you tomorrow night. It's fine. Uh, I would say from when I worked at uh, Morimoto, again, I'll, I'll just... R.I.P., right? To both of them? No, no, the, the, mar- the market. The market oh will never die. The market yeah. will never die. Dude. It's oh, a no New York institution. Absolutely. They also have the most expensive rooms in the entire city. Besides the point. Um, <laughs> I don't know if this counts as a gross one, but there was one time working at Morimoto where, um, if you've ever been there before it died... The stairwell has this wonderful water wall, and then like the the stairs leading down, the railings were glass. You can see clear down to the basement level where the tables are set down there. So I could see clearly (laughs) down to where there was a gentleman and a lady, and the lady was underneath a coat laying her head would be positioned right on the gentleman's lap. And let's just say that her head was moving in a fashion that (laughs) left no possibility of deciding that anything else was happening but But what you know was happening. (laughs) You can say, you can say. Absolutely. Yep, yep, it was a blowjob. There was a blowjob right on the table. (laughs) And and the crazy thing is, there was like like a a busy Saturday night. There was like everyone around them. Like everyone could see it. We're all like, can you not, not? Could could you not? I mean, 
we're all I'm supportive of it, but like you know, go to the bathroom. We have nice bathrooms. Yeah. Go there and do it. <laughs> yeah, the fancy toilets. We have extremely fancy. Oh, toilets. Oh, Morimoto had the best toilets. Twelve hundred dollar <laughs> toilets, guys. Twelve hundred dollar toilets. Do. They did everything for you. What's happening to those toilets? I always think about that. I was like, could I have gotten They're those? They're probably still in there. Yeah, the next gotta, restaurant yeah, that goes in there go is going to be like, fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, these sweet toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I always frame my restaurant around those toilets. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Ass Palace. Oh. <laughs> Maybe don't go with Ass Palace as the name. I'd go to Ass Palace. Porcelain <laughs> Brown. What? The Porcelain Brown. Porcelain oh, brown that's a good, that's, that's a great classy. one. Yeah. I feel like every Deluge. every bar stool would have to be like a, a toilet shape. Yeah, just like slight There's, oval. No, that's bad because if you get too drunk, you're going to forget where you are and you think you're in the bathroom. But you're not. And you're not. It's just There's that. guaranteed to be a bar in the United States that already has done that. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Agreed. All right, Taylor, what is your most memorable story from working in bars? Well, this is what's sad, is that I don't actually think I have, like, a positive memory. It does not to be positive. <laughs> that's not a stipulation. Well, because I only just became senior enough to be able to work point side so I actually really get to interact with guests I was always service before that mm. and the people who sit in front of the service well is uh, they're, they're interesting humans that's where you get like yeah. you know you get to interact with the server who runs over and the bartender and you get to listen you're like oh hey you do get all the gossip if you sit in front of the service yeah. bartender, because yeah. that's where all the servers go to bitch about someone else oh, on the floor. So, yeah. like, you're very in tune. And our customers. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a negative memory, I will say that, for the bar. But I did once have uh, two men come in and um, just really go to town and were making a lot of, like, very inappropriate jokes. And they were asking if it was okay to uh, Bill Cosby, me and the other bartender. And then when like someone was picking up drinks and they were like, I don't think you can say that, man. It was like, oh, Harvey Weinstein, or is that too soon too? Boy. So, so we're saying that bar customers are not always the best people. No, all my. No. <laughs> <laughs> I say all my like bar regulars at this point. There's no like specific memory I can point to. It is just like mm. kind of those friendships where you're just like hanging out a little bit. You're you're entertaining with the regulars. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing that I can say. It's like, oh, this is a great time when Lorraine and Tim came in and this happened. It was more just like, oh, yeah, they came in on Wednesday and they had a great date and we talked and hung out and it was great and they moved on. Have you ever, either of you, have you ever taken uh, the next step in a bartender slash customer relationship? And uh, not, this sounds like I'm. What are you, asking, what is, what are you going, like Jackson? <laughs> which maybe we've all done at some point in our lives, but. Have you ever become friends with a regular outside of the bar where you'll like, I don't know, go rock climbing with a, I don't know, rock climbing. I'm friends on Instagram with a couple regulars. That doesn't so. count. You gotta hang out. Because that's so you can post and be like, visit me at work. <laughs> I don't do that though. She actually just followed us just because she's piece. a nice old lady. <laughs> but have you ever taken that relationship to the next level? Yeah, do you have any friend regulars that you'd like to hang out with? I did have one guy invite us to the movies. Oh. Us? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know this man. <laughs> That's like, I love movies. <laughs> uh, is this like a cop situation? What's happening? No, 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 no. Ivan and Amy are very lovely. Ivan just happens to work at the AMC around the corner, so he's oh, invited sweet. all of us out oh, that's cool. yeah. to go to his movie theater. And other staff oh, have cool. gone, and he takes care of them at the movie theater, and we take oh. care of him at the restaurant. And it's a nice It's a very giving relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I just have not taken him up yeah, on it. Yeah, yeah. It's part of the, uh, the wind chimes that are over there on the ground. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, no, no, I never have. I like to keep a nice distance between myself and my guests. Also, wait, can we talk about guests real quick? Do you guys say guests? Do you say customers? Uh, uh, I guess I would say to the current fuckheads. Uh, yeah, no. Depends on the bar. Uh, customers. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say guests. This is this is the interesting clients. thing because everyone has to say clients too. Oh, Everywhere yeah, I've that. ever worked has always been there are guests, not our customers. Uh, there are guests. Yeah, you work at fancy places. That's, that's my point. Is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Pat would crush it. Not cl- probably in an Irish pub, whatever, <laughs> and probably hate his job a lot less if he would just find the pub. <laughs> <laughs> probably actually, it's very true. Uh, but he keeps winding up in these like apron fancy, places. Fancy places. <laughs> like apron places. Yeah, that's. I think I'm wearing aprons, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> you wear an apron. What are you talking about? I like my apron places. Have though. you? I like my apron. Have you ever worked at a place where you didn't wear an apron, Pat? Oh, wait, no, that's not true. I worked at the market. <laughs> we didn't wear apron. Oh, I didn't wear it. We you wore, were too fancy for aprons. We wore. Like, s- straight down, very thin black ties with the tie clip. Tie clip was part of the uniform. You had to have it. White suit jackets on top. I look like James Bond every day, but I didn't feel like him. <laughs> <laughs> Though I did serve Pierce Brosnan one time wearing that. Ooh. Hey, Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well... Unfortunately, it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. And we are back! Alright, Taylor, so Pat already, he jumped the gun, so who's your favorite customer? Oh, we're skipping to question eight? I'm, yeah, I'm doing, going rogue. <laughs> it's Alex a tie for me. Sure. Okay, what do you got? Okay, but he's up here. Well, we're going to come back. And Mark Ruffalo. Ooh. Oh, and I'm gonna mispronounce his last name. Adam Devine. Devine. Levine. Wait, what? Uh, no, workaholics. Oh, I think it's Adam. Isn't that the singer in Five? Uh, he was Adam in Levine. Pitch Perfect too. <laughs> He's he went to Hofstra. He went to our college. Adam Devine. Devine. <laughs> Devine Devine. <laughs> He went I didn't know that either. Like, and he majored. In, he like graduated. I think while we were there. Shut uh, up. So Taylor Shut up. and I went to college together. Um, I'm gonna I heard that he went this. to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not him. They forgot to college. Both of them were fantastic, either way. I was a server at that point. They were not at the bar, but both of them were great. And my favorite part about Mark Ruffalo is before the pandemic, we shoved as many tables outside as possible. So you're literally like closer than Pat and I are right now. You got maybe four inches between you and the table next to you. And Mark Ruffalo was That's out all there. All we need, just a good four inches. <laughs> Jesus, John. Mark Ruffalo and his wife were out there, and not a single person noticed, either wow. surfing or else on the patio. And I'm freaking out, like, <laughs> guys, Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> and he was so nice. Oh, that's awesome. He's, so nice. He's a handsome-looking dude, but he's not, like, overly famous-looking. I could understand why people wouldn't recognize him. Oh, I picked him up immediately. I walked inside. I was like, Mark Ruffalo's here. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Could pick I him see up, because what is he, like, 4'8"? What? <laughs> Jesus, John. He's short. I hope Mark, Mark Ruffalo yeah. listen to this because I like Mark Ruffalo. I Taylor love Mark Ruffalo. Like, I hope he gets mad at me and he holds out. Oh, God. She's <laughs> trying to get him angry. And his wife were on such a cute date. Like, he yeah. even grabbed her ass on the way out the restaurant. Oh, and I was like, oh, Mark Ruffalo, spicy, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's 5'8. He's 5'8. He's taller than me. I'm short, but he's still taller than me. But yeah, they're, they're tied. Also, Adam 
Devine Devine mm. did one of those like cool things where he left like a hundred and fifty percent tip. Ooh, nice. Let's call him Adam Devine because even if his name is Devine, who would hate their being called Devine? That's true. That's, That's true. Atheist. I tell you to get out while we're outside. We <laughs> <laughs> are in your backyard. Um, again, just great hosts over here. Have you guys ever had baba ganoush? <laughs> I'm going to chow down on this one pretzel I've been holding on have to. Have you had baba ganoush, though? No. Have, have some baba ganoush. No, That's Matt LeClaire's fault. It's so good. It's true. Matt LeClaire. Matt LeClaire, I love you. Baba ganoush is fantastic. Probably won't make it in the podcast. Have some baba Patrick. Yes, Patrick. Yes, Who's yes. your favorite uh, customer you serve? Favorite customer I've served. Okay, well, hold on. I'm confused. Uh, are we so talking about just, 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 just in either. general? Or, well, I'm like, that is so much Bob. Are we, are we going to get. <laughs> I know what she likes. Uh, are we going to get back to celebrities? or? <laughs> okay, let's start with celebrities. So Who's we, your no, favorite yeah, celebrity? Alex has totally jumped the gun here, and we've moved into a different. Can I have one of those? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, hold on. Wait, so am I going. Celebrities, please. Okay, so celebrities. Okay, I got a couple. I got a couple. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Bartending um, thing. They don't have so one. when I was working as a food writer, Pat's talking. Yeah, we just went to go open a bottle and tell. Oh, the Oliver St. John Gogarty we followed him on. Is that the same one that you have? Yeah. No, this is uh, taste of science. Taste of science. Uh. So we went to go open a bottle, and all three of us, Alex, is <laughs> not it's participating. Like we oh, all like pulled out a bottle opener um, because we all carry one. Drunks. Guys. Drugs. Drugs or drunk? Drunks. Oh. Drugs. We're all drunks. We're all drunks. We're all big drunks. Pick that drunk. Two drunks. drinks in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. You have two drinks in my head right now. I have three drinks surrounding me. It's a nice, I have a nice triangle going. Uh, Patrick. Hi. Tell us about your celebrities. Oh my, okay, 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 okay. I'm trying to, to get through them as quick as I can. What's all right, that? so um, when I was a food runner at Morimoto, on Valentine's Day, Peter Dinklage came in, oh. and it was a fight to get to serve his table. <laughs> we all decided to spread it out between appetizers, entree, and dessert. Who got to go? So no one got to go twice, but we all got to serve him. He was very polite, but obviously did not want to look at us. Not because he was, like, too prideful, but because he was like, I know you guys know who I am, and I'm trying to have a nice, quiet Valentine's Day with my wife. We're like, yes, we know, but please don't <laughs> me. I want to know. I want to hold you. <laughs> Uh, very, very nice. Did man. he drink out of a goblet? No, no, he drank out of a sake glass. This was a perfect. <laughs> I still think you need to tell. Speaking of celebrities, the uh, two blonde actresses, Leslie Mann was one of them. Oh I my god, yes, the other I, one. Oh my god, this I is my forgot. favorite celebrity story. Okay. Also, while I was a food runner at Morimoto, so we had a thing called a bibimbap. Sure. No, no, bibimbap. Bibimbap. I'm probably saying it wrong. Bibimbap. It's like B I M I B O P. Bibimbap. But it is uh, it basically it is a. <laughs> I know I spun it wrong. Oh my god, it doesn't matter. Uh, so there was a hot stone bowl that basically you cook all the ingredients in the stone bowl. So we had this at Morimoto. And then you had to pull it, twist it, smack it. Wow! I that's wouldn't a, recommend any of those that's things. That's a yeah. None of those things. It would all result in pain, which is what the story is. So I had to bring it over, and it was Stop touching Leslie Mann. <laughs> Leslie Mann, as in the wife of Judd Apatow, as in fantastic actress in so many films. And Cameron Diaz Ooh, were out with their friends. And they came in for lunch, and Leslie Mann ordered the up. So I had to serve it to her. So I prepared the whole thing in the bowl, and she's talking the entire time. So she's ignoring me talking about it. But I, before I, I hand it over, I always say this because it's a literally stone bowl that just came out of the oven. It's super hot. I'm like, please be very careful. Don't touch the bowl. It will hurt you. So 
pass it over, and the first thing she does is grab the oh. bowl and pull it towards her. <laughs> oh, no. Burns her hand, goes, Ow! Why didn't you tell me that was hot? And me, the food runner, no-name food runner at Morimoto, was like, I'm dead. This is it. I'm going to get fired today. <laughs> and Cameron Diaz saved my life. She went, Oh, honey, he did. You weren't listening. <laughs> and it was amazing how quickly she changed. She was like, You did? I'm so sorry. I, just, I, was like, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die and get fired. They were extremely nice and paid very well by the end of it, but I thought nice. I was going to die. Um, my favorite one at Morimoto was when I actually was bartending, and it was a slow night. I'm going to say it was like a Wednesday. And I used to. There were some times at Morimoto where I bartended to be no one downstairs. It wasn't a really happening bar during the weekdays, more on the weekends. And so I'm just sitting there. I think I was reading a book, actually, behind the bar because nothing was happening. And I, just, I casually saw two people coming down. Now, keeping in mind, at Morimoto, the nice bathrooms were downstairs, right? Yes, so, like, people would come downstairs, and I'd be like, a little, like, dog, and, oh, my God, people, I can serve them. And they'd turn right into the bathroom. Like, oh, never mind. Aww. Okay. So I'm thinking that's going to happen. And then I see the bodies coming, yeah, my peripheral vision, see them coming towards me. And I still don't look up yet. And I see someone, like, climb into the bar seat. And I look up. And it's Danny DeVito. Yes! <laughs> and he goes, hi, how are you? Do you have tea down here? May we total? And I was like, total? Yeah, you made a tea total joke! I was like, yes, we do. Absolutely. Did not have a drink, not at all. He just wanted to come to the bar and have a little tea. I, I ran upstairs, I made that tea myself. I, I steeped it in perfection. I was like, no, 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 this is my chance, boys. He was so nice. So he literally tea told. Yeah, absolutely. He's a tea Absolutely, and he made a joke about sober? it. I don't know if he's sober I, or not. I feel like he... I think that's part of his life story. I feel is like that? him and his wife divorced because of drugs and uh, alcohol and then got remarried. Yeah, yeah, oh, right, probably. And they I got actually, remarried. Yeah. Okay. I did serve... I served them after that, and it was oh. really funny, too, because, you know, <clears throat> it was a high-end place. People would order too much food all the time and throw it all away. Oh. And... So, like, oftentimes, you know, some people are sitting there for a long time not finishing their food. You walk over, like, hey, can I clear this out of the way for you? And 90% of the time, they're like, yeah, absolutely, we're done. So I did that one time with Dan DeVito and Rhea Perlman, and they're like, what? No, there's some food in the plate. <laughs> Which I was like, I'm so sorry. And then they went, wait, do people usually do this? And I was like, all the time. And they both went, that's disgusting. Really? They just throw away this much food? I'm like, absolutely. They're like, that's horrible. I'm yeah. like, I thank God you guys understand. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it made its rounds on like either TikTok or Instagram a while ago, but have you heard how, what amazing people that they are? No, but oh, I'm absolutely. not surprised from the stories. Adopt, he adopted the, Matilda. The Matilda thing. Yeah. So the Matilda movie, Danny DeVito is obviously the bad guy in it. Yeah. Bad guy. He's the bad father. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the little girl who played Matilda, whose name I can't... I'm going to look it up because we should know this. She's on Twitter and she's great. Um, she, or I guess her father had passed away during filming. Mm. Her mother had cancer. Was it her mother? I don't think her dad was in the picture. I think her mother <laughs> had cancer. And Mara Wilson. Care and for her. He cared time. for her, but he also, I, th I believe he was able to get his, her father an advanced, her mother an advanced, wow. I believe he was also able to get her mother an advanced screening of the film, perhaps. Mm. So, so she, she saw it. the film before she passed, and when she passed, Danny DeVito and Rhea Perlman adopted Mara Wilson. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's, That's crazy. That's a good story. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Those are definitely good 
celebrity stories. I also made, I made a cocktail for Pierce Brosnan one time, and he didn't ask for a martini, and I was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like uh, uh, shout out to the podcast that never answers me, but Real Doctors Fake Friends. Have you guys heard about this? Mm-mm. It's the Scrubs rewatch podcast, and Zach Braff. Please answer my messages. But <laughs> he does not actually like apple teenies. Because oh. in Scrubs, everyone orders an apple teenies. So if you ever see Zach Braff out, don't order him don't an apple Don't get him an apple teenie. He doesn't want it. Yep. <laughs> no, it makes me happy that the celebrity stories were all nice ones for this. Say, Mindy Patinkin was a regular for us for a long time. Huh? And like he's him. super cool. I love Mindy uh-huh. Patinkin. I mean, he's done so much. I mean, he killed, his name was Indigo Montoya. Someone mm-hmm. killed his father. They prepared to die. He solved a lot of cases. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He uh, was he a rich man? No, what was he? Was he Harold Pinter? What was he? he was I don't something. know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was on Broadway in something for a really long time. He was. He oh, was I don't know. I can't remember what it was. Now. I think he was on. We've been drinking there. We said we used to have Philip Sue and uh, what's his face, Stephen Pascal's regulars too. Both of those sound like Doctor Seuss characters to me. Hamilton. Ah. Eliza. Eliza. Uh, <laughs> is it? If you sing it, we understand. <laughs> Was rain, right? No, no just cloudy. <laughs> I keep so the reason I keep one on my phone is I tag every brand or name. <laughs> What's the next? I'm just excited that? for Dan to figure out how much we love him. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah. loves you. Yep. You're the best. Sam, the spam the shit out, out of Danny DeVito's um, social media so, accounts. I don't know what you want me to do because you've already gone off track and we've only got two questions. <laughs> That's not true. We, she didn't do celebrity. I did. Yeah. I started oh, wait. it. Yeah, we did Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> she said Mark Ruffalo, and then she said Adam Divine. All right. Divine so are we at bar history? Yes. Okay. Oh, God. So. Too drunk for this. Okay. John, can you? I don't want to ask. originated back in the early thousands. This is the beginning of the bar. No. Can we hear your how you got into bartending and what your bar history is? Uh, I worked at a lot of Times Square restaurants where uh, I worked at Southern Hospitality and Half Wait, you worked Houses? at Southern Hospitality? I did. That's a JT's bar, right? That's a lie. That it's, is marketing and PR, it baby. It was never Justin Timberlake's bar? It, it's his childhood friend, and I think and assume he put money into it, but was not like actively involved at all. But the amount of times people were like, oh my god, is Justin here today? And I'd be like, no, get out of here. <laughs> was it not also Gina's bar? Something, get out. I always heard that it was originally owned by JT yeah. and Derek Jeter together as a collab. No, but we got a lot of Yankee players in there. And I wish I could remember or cared about baseball, but there was one that used to come in that no servers would serve anymore because he would physically touch all the waitresses at that point, and like managers always had to care for him. But he was a disgraced Yankee, mm. and so we would literally just like sit him in a back room, and everyone would ignore him. That's because the Yankees suck. Go Sox, Paul. <laughs> but there, Go Mets! if you worked lunch, there was no lunch bartender, so you would have to be able to bartend your own drinks, and no one ordered anything fancy. And I just I did not enjoy my time there. Mm. And moved on quickly. And I had actually gotten an office job. And Maria pulled me into Crave to brunch serve. And I ended up joining them full time. And eventually we had staff reviews twice a year. And they'd ask, do you have any goals in the industry? And I said, well, I, I would like to learn how to bartend. You know, I've always tiptoed around it at all these places that made lunch servers bartend. But I've never done it. And truly the bar manager was just given two people to choose to promote. And he just didn't like the other one, so I got lucky. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. I just straight up got lucky um, and became the brunch bartender for many, many moons. Nice. 
and eventually moved to dinner. And brunch in New York City is wild. So. It's we went into it in unfair. another episode. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense. Oh. Like, We're all a bunch of alcoholics here, so... I mean, we deserve a lot. I think brunch bartenders get fucked, too, because especially in New York, you serve as many mimosas as someone can drink in two hours, which a tab would probably equal over $300, $200 per person. Yeah. And you get tipped out on 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. And we're right by Central Park, and so like I will forever remember the day they did the March for Our Lives mm-hmm. uh, protest, and it ended at our restaurant. Like it ended on our block, and you could not walk inside our restaurant. It was so full. We had two, three rows of people back at the bar, and we had two servers and a bartender, and that was it. Mm-hmm. I've never wanted to die more. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Like wanting to. Like, just jump out of your bar and be like, I'm never working this again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the night, when you count your money, it happened to me this Sunday. <laughs> I picked up my money and I just went, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm still in. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. You got me. Got me. <laughs> money sways us. Pat, how'd you get into bartending? Do you want the whole history? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. If it's <laughs> I want the spark notes. Spark okay, so no, I, st- I want it all. Well, it's all of it. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Spark- okay, so when I first got out of college, I went to Bill's Bar Burger Midtown. A lot of people were already there. Funnily enough, worked for a guy named Stephen Hansen. He was the owner of the company that I worked for. It'll come back. <laughs> uh, I was a food runner there, moved up to server. Decided after being a server there that the money wasn't that great, so I went to La Pan for a little while, which some people. Oh, La Pan Cortadilla! Oh, I said right, La Pan Cortadilla. You guys have a lot in common because you worked at La Pan Cortadilla. Is and you the... work at all, Papa. Are you even saying oh, words? Oh, you are. You are. La right. Panacortia. Yeah, I don't. Especially yeah, the you're location. You're adding a lot of stuff. The location I was at was literally right across the street. Yeah, there you go. Oh, right. so so every morning, just, like, you're fighting each other. Yeah. Well, especially because uh, the the kitchen could not make uh, like an omelet. There was no oven. No. There was a boiler. They could make hard boiled eggs. That was it. So no, no. Like you can't make me an omelet. I'm like no, but you open pans across the street. Go. Go. La Panacortia. Anyway, I stayed there for like a month, I think, and then I started as a food runner at Morimoto, and I was a food runner, then server after a year and then that was when I first transitioned to bartending. Uh, I was like, I really want to bartend to the bar manager at the time. He's like, well, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if you knew who, I, who he was, he would understand what I just did. Um, <clears throat> so then I moved to uh, bartending lunches there, which was, you don't do anything during lunch. Lunch was just prepping for dinner time, that's all yeah. it was. And then eventually got dinner shifts, which I actually had a sweet schedule when I finally started working dinners there. But I worked there for about two years as a bartender and then moved to the Upper East Side to work at the Mark Hotel where I dressed like I was James Bond and felt like I was not James Bond and served a bunch of rich people. I felt terrible. Uh, Yeah, and then I went back to Morimoto for a little while because they told me I was going to bartend there and they lied and I was a server. (laughs) I've been a server ever since. Now I work at Rosemary's, which is owned. By Steve Hansen, so I'm right back oh, where I started from. from. <laughs> when we saw him last night, he was like, "Hey, good job," and I'm like, "You don't know my name." That's, all right, you can't for, for years. Don't know who I am. It's fine. That's funny. If anybody's listening to this, uh, please send us a message if you have a bar opening in a dive bar or Irish pub, and we're going to send you Pat's information, because that's where he belongs. He probably won't take it, because he refuses to make his life easy. He refuses to make himself happy. Uh, hey, Alex. Yes, John. Can you do me a favor? Sure, John. Can you pass me another one of those oh, Austin East Ciders, original dry ciders? God. Only if I can have one of your 
Flying Dog, The Fear, Imperial Pumpkin Ales. Is this what I should get as the seasonal beer at my bar? <laughs> yes. No. Abs- no. If you pumpkin. Want a <laughs> Southern tier pumpkin. Yes. No. no. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. This is actually a really good pumpkin beer. Pumpkin. We'll never do it. So, next. I want uh, that cinnamon rim job. Why won't you give me a cinnamon then, rim job? Then, um, Down East... Pumpkin, pumpkin cider. cider is it's the best. Might it's be able to so do good. that more. Why would so you do? Why wouldn't you do pumpkin? We actually do try and pumpkin shy away cider. from uh, the like really big named items. Uh, but the thing about pumpkin, so although Rosemary's Baby, Two Roads, that's a good one too. That's actually been on the the short list. It's too late at this point. Yeah. I did not make my case strong enough, and it will not be granted. But all right. I would say the the uh, one of the co-founders, uh, presenters of this podcast is asking for a ability to open his own <laughs> beer right now. I don't judge it. He's judging very strong. This is mine. This is my raging bitch. What? He doesn't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're different. The they're different. There was one that was different. I just saved you. That's just... What's that? He was like, am I getting poisoned? Why is it there? It's a different beer. Because I bought this six-pack... Did you take a Lucy? No, I bought this six-pack at a bodega. A bodega. At a Topeka bodega. For those of you who don't know, in New York City, we call corner stores bodegas. That's what they are. But every now and then, you'll pick up a six-pack, and it will have, like, two or one beer that are not what you're actually looking for, because someone just grabbed a Lucy beer. It's amazing, though. It's a great way to find new beers. It is, but it's kind of upsetting when you look at the top of your beers and you realize they're not the same. Go with the flow, John. Just go with the flow. Um, So this episode is sponsored by all the beers that we just named. It is. (laughs) Flying Dog... um, No, it's not good. (laughs) I don't like it. You don't like that one? No. It doesn't taste pumpkin-y enough for me, but it's not bad. I'll tell you why after you finish it. Rosemary Baby. Although, Southern Teal... Rosemary's Baby. Rosemary's Baby. Uh, Southern Teal also has an Imperial Pumpkin yeah. Stout, which is not yeah. pumpkin. That's also okay. It's yeah. a big bummer. Our restaurant, no one drinks beer. No. So, like, uh, there's a fine line between getting nice beers. Because, again, craft cocktail program. We yeah. have to have nice beers. But we can't go too nice because then yeah. we don't make any money. Yeah. Uh, just as a side note, it is October 4th-ish. So I it is okay. Will... When this airs, if it's, like, in, like, I don't know, the springtime, <laughs> no, we're not crazy I drinking think, pumpkin beers. I think this actually has to be the next episode. Oh, that's right. You because said that. So we've fun. never met Pat right. before uh, for an episode. Right. <laughs> we never met Pat before. We talked about how we lived with him, but we never met him. No, well, He's because it's, we it's complicated. Talk to Pat. Stop, because uh, I have to edit all this out. So just stop. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to do it next week, we have to not do a bunch of stuff I have to edit I've out. never been on this podcast before in my life. <laughs> um, hi, all right, John. Hi, Pat. You're up. God, how many questions are there? Uh, we've nine. literally asked you three questions. I know, that's insane. We're They're going to go faster fun. as we progress. No, no. Are you uh, sure? They're going to get slower as we nope. get drunker. <laughs> uh, so, hey folks, uh, I guess it's time for Bar Roll. Um, and we're definitely still together and at a bar. That's, that's why you can hear music in the background and these clear drink sounds. Uh, yep, that was definitely a drink sound. So... My bar rule tonight is, I mean, our bar rule tonight, right, Alex? Right, John. You're right, Alex. Um, Our bar rule tonight, well, Alex, do you want to say it? Don't go behind the bar for any reason. Yeah, Alex, that's a good one, man. Don't ever come behind the bar. Don't ever, ever come behind the bar. It's for your safety. It's for... Our, our timeliness of getting things done, you're, you think you're helping or you're, you're trying to just grab something quickly so you're not in the way, you're probably going to be in the way. What do you have to say about that, Alex? 
You're absolutely right, John. There's no reason to go behind the bar because you're right. It has to do with safety. The bartenders are working. You're not, as a patron, qualified to work behind the bar, most likely. And it's just best that you do not go behind the bar ever. Oh, and by the way, John, can I just say you look absolutely dashing in that outfit? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely. Um, and thanks for the compliment there. That was really kind of you. So there's our bar rule for the night, folks. Don't come behind the bar ever. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed The Buyback, follow us on Twitter at The Buyback, on Instagram at The Buyback Podcast, or email us at thebuybackpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. And if you are a bartender or know a bartender who should be on the podcast, let us know. Please like and subscribe. And I think that if you write a review, it will actually help boost us as well. So anything you can do uh, to support us would be awesome. Tell your friends. Remember to be nice and tip your bartenders well, and we'll see you next time.